This episode of Black Millennial is being brought to you by Sean Garrett Skin. Sean Garrett Skin creates customized individual treatments to address skin issues and concerns. Sean is a licensed esthetician who specializes in treating people of color, specifically addressing acne and pigmentation issues. To schedule and receive a personalized skin consultation, follow Sean Garrett Skin on Instagram. That's S-E-A-N-G-A-R-R-E-T-T-E Skin on Instagram. And now let's start the show. All right, let's let's get to business so that I can go back to sleep. Um, go back to sleep. It's eleven o'clock. I don't know if I'm gonna go back to sleep. But I just like I drank a whole bottle of wine last night. Um, a whole bottle of rosé. What happened to sobriety? That was your. That's your thing, girl. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> I mean, I was like sober all week during the week, and then it was Friday, you know, and um, I I like paid all my bills. Uh, so I felt like but you I, were stressed. No, not even stressed. I just like, you know, when you pay your bills, you're like, well, that's money. I don't have anymore. That's somebody else's. Um, so right? I'm like, all right, I paid, all my I, bills. I paid daycare. I yeah. paid my phone and I got my passport. Um, I paid my rent for like upcoming months. You know what I mean? So that that's yeah. just good. And then, um, yeah, I was like, I deserve a pizza. And so I purchased Did you go to pizza? No, I actually should have because I ordered all this food from this Italian place. And I'm not going to lie, my Uber Eats, like, receipt was nearly $50. But um, it was worth it. It was really good. The pizza was, like, very authentic and real and good. Um, They had, what else did I get? This little, like, some shit I never saw. I never saw a cheesesteak, like, made into a dip. Ew. But it was fucking bang. No, chill. It was, like... (laughs) Like, cheesesteak, like, how you eat a cheesesteak, but, like, the cheesiness was, like, the sauce. There was, like, chopped up, like, really thin pieces of steak in it, but it wasn't, like, chopped like it was gross. It was, like, it looked good. Um, And then they gave you, like, these, like, little sesame seed garlic breads to, like, dip it in. Very good. Um, So, anyway, that is that. Um, This week is sponsored by... Do you have a better sponsor by than what I have? No, I like this one. Okay, this week is sponsored by Kwanzaa. I think this is what we should celebrate next yeah, year. Yeah, that's what I. That's why because I feel like I was like acknowledging Kwanzaa this year Christmas. and like paying attention to it, but like I don't think that I gave it the energy that I should as black. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, I think we're gonna full fledged celebrate Kwanzaa. Full fledged, like no Christmas Kwanzaa only. Yeah, I feel that. Um, even like my mom for the last couple of years has like given energy to like all things you know my mom all super spiritual so she'd be like uh lighting the hanukkah candles they got you know my sister super black so they got a kwanzaa like whole setup and i don't i think they had a christmas tree too so um they do it all but yeah but my christmas tree was black so that was my ode to black <laughs> i did see that i forgot i didn't see that um yeah so this week is sponsored which by... i also need to take down Nah, i think the christmas tree is okay it's january 4th um, Christmas tree is okay until before Valentine's Day. I know that sounds sick, but it is. That's disgusting. I remember seeing people like have like fi- like this is people with like real fucking pine trees and shit throwing like you know right before Valentine's Day throwing their Christmas tree like outside or like you'll see Christmas trees like on the you know what I mean going to the trash until March. I'll probably give mine another week. Yeah, let it stay up. Like anyway. maybe another week. Um, our inspiration content for this week um, is, <laughs> is very short, but it's like how I feel about this year, and it's how I feel about mm-hmm. like a lot of things. 
Uh, but I sent this to you, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really know because it's, like, short and, like, mm, I don't know. And you're like, I love but, it. <laughs> but that's because, so it, it came from, like, a full film. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched it, but I remember I was, like, super into it. I was like, you got to watch it. It was so good. All I did was cry. No, I just know that um, this part became a meme, and that's why I see it all the time. <laughs> but that's how I really feel. Um, let's play. I remember thinking, I'm about to beat this bitch up. Okay, let's play it one more time. I'm about to beat this bitch up. I'm about to beat this bitch up. I'm about to beat this bitch up. Okay, that's all. <laughs> like, so, that's how I feel. This year, I'm about to beat this bitch So what the, 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 what it was, was basically, she, <laughs> one of her backup dancers, so this is, if you didn't know, that's Demi Lovato. Oh, yes. um, and it was in her documentary. Um, and she was talking about, in a documentary, she's like very open about her drug use. And this mm-hmm. was before this recent overdose. Um, so she was very open about her recent, about her um, drug use and her, her issues and her trauma. And it's a really, really good documentary. And I suggest that you watch it if you, don't, if you haven't already. Um, but she's talking about how one of her background dancers like told on her that she was doing coke. And she was probably like 16, 17, 18, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like was like telling she like told on her that she was doing coke, and she got on the plane, like this is her plane with her dancer on it, mm-hmm. and she goes up to the girl and punches her in her face. Wow. Okay. So that's what. Mm-hmm, that's so what she really fun. did be. Oh no, like she, she really. She was going. She to she, she really did. She okay. really did. Well, that's the lesson for this year. Like, if you say I'm gonna beat that bitch up, then beat it up. Um, that's it. You can also use that video. This is how niggas, if you want to get sly real quick, you can send that video instead of sending a dick picture. Okay, just say at that pussy and then send the video and see what reaction you get from that. Um, I'm gonna leave it there. Oh, I knew that um, was coming. <laughs> this week's episode, um, we're gonna talk about um, intentions and organization. Um, it's a new year, obviously. Um, you guys will probably see like a little bit of a new look and aesthetic with some of our like content um, that we put out prior to, and like you know with the show and stuff. So, just trying to like freshen things up, uh, make sure that we feel that freshness. Because I feel like uh, the reason why people hate the New Year's resolution type shit, which I do too, but the reason why it doesn't really stick is because things don't feel new. You know, right. um, me and our friend last week we were like doing so not doing so much but like you know i was getting ready for the party and all that kind of stuff but like doing little small things to like make my house feel different so that when i come in at the end of the day or like if you know when i'm here or whatever it just feels new to me you know i got like a new bathroom like i got a new shower curtain and a new mat so what that is is you are letting i know y'all know i always gotta get deep yeah you're letting the universe (laughs) letting the universe know that you're ready Mm. for change yes. and you're ready for for newness yes um what they, they they usually people tell you to do like before you move or um or like if you are looking to move or you want to buy a new house or you're looking to new about to buy a new house um and you haven't really started anything yet it's just to buy new furniture or like to buy mirrors mm. um and that what it does is it invites the energy that you're going to be in a new space because you have all these new things. Okay. And you have all this freshness around you. Yes. Also, me and um, our friend uh, started talking about our move. So we're going to loop you in as well. And um, 
Yeah, I'm not going to get too personal, but there's that. (laughs) Um, The uh, last thing before we get into the questions, um, I want to do like um, some new sections and we haven't really decided or we haven't like met. It's been a busy week to to talk about this, Um, but these are my ideas and I'm just going to throw them out there. And if people who are listening, they're like, yeah, that's dope. We can do it. Um, Or if you guys have better ideas, let's do those. Or if you have. Um, some other things, but one, a new section, because um, I just want to play the Jill Scott, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, every week. <laughs> um, so I have a section called, uh, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and that's <laughs> things that are just like dope for us in the week. But I guess that's kind of our three things to stand. Um, but sometimes like you just see something and, oh, maybe it could even be, well, no, I was going to say, maybe it can be like when we see a white person doing something nice. Um, but we would never be able never. to. We'd never be able to do that part of the show. Um, but something like that. Um, I also, just like a what the fuck section, like for like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, like what, like how niggas not, spo- not getting a text? Oh, yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> because, because of I did thing. tweet already this week, y'all. Let's just not pay taxes this year. And I forgot about like the whole government shutdown shit. And so it just makes like even more sense now. But yeah, like um, mm-hmm. niggas not getting tax returns. Um, that you know what? And I just want people to be like really conscious of this, um, like because I became really conscious of it like super quick. Is that shit like this is what gets us to turn against each other, right? It's like oh, withhold these niggas tax returns, right? And then everybody, especially black people, because you know niggas need their tax returns, right? Turn around and goes oh well, then you know build a wall then. Like if that's right. all it takes to get my taxes, then build a wall. Mm-hmm. And nah, we're still not building a wall, and we getting our taxes too, because y'all niggas owe. Right, like you can't just. When I get to any it. store, like until they figure this shit out, they're like, "Yeah, it's um eighteen plus tax." Yeah, I'm not paying the tax. It's no fucking government right now. You know I mean, tell them. And my thing is, is like, okay, so um, I was talking about this. I uh, talking about this, um, the government shutdown, and how um, the only things that really aren't affected are like Medicaid, health mm-hmm. insurance, food stamps, things that are deemed necessary. Um, but uh, things that are affected, like um, like national parks, mm-hmm. um, museums, like the Smithsonian, yeah. um, like they're not getting funded. The Liberty Bell, the IRS. This, uh, I mean, I, was just, I know this doesn't really matter a lot, but like apparently people were trying to for like um, – like, the New Year, people who were just in Philadelphia or whatever were trying to, like, visit the Liberty Bell. And apparently, like, Visit Philly, which is, like, the company that's just, like, a, like Philly tourism, um, they, like, to the government, <laughs> they donated $32,000 to have the Liberty Bell be open, like, for the first weekend of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, they wouldn't be able to do so. Uh, the other thing that, like, apparently uh, all these TSA workers this week... Um, oh yeah, they're calling, calling out, out because they're, they're not, not getting paid. Like if I wasn't, listen, it would take me half of my shift to not be getting paid to be like, yeah, I'm going to the bathroom <laughs> real quick and then be in the car, <laughs> like <laughs> on my way back to the crib or on my way to a job interview. Something like I'm not I'm not about right. to just be sitting here doing this job and not getting paid. So now a bunch of them are like calling out, and it's like, what would you expect? Like you know what I'm saying? Like but these are things that like we need, like. 
TSA, they protect yeah. the airways. Like, so now it's going to be less TSA that, workers, and now the guy who's claiming that he's keeping us safe from people. And they already, and this, like, they already mean yeah. as fuck. It's yeah, you know, <laughs> TSA right, you know the only ones that's going to be left is the niggas that's checking you for everything. <laughs> so work this out because I'm trying to move some points. You know what I mean? So I'm saying. Um, okay. okay, so we are into our questions. Um, I'll start with asking you the first question. Um, what methods do you use to uh, set effective goals for yourself? Um, some methods. Personally, I, lo- I like to physically write everything mm. down. Like, it, I know it's like 2008, <laughs> but like... <laughs> That's Fergie said I'm 2008. She okay, because she's still 3008. But, it's 2019, and Fergie's <laughs> still way ahead of all of us. But um, I like to write everything down. I also like to um, set intentions, mm-hmm. and then set goals, and then set smaller goals. You know, like milestones mm-hmm. rather than goals, um, because I feel like sometimes our goals are we we set like goals that are like all right. I want to do this and it's like a grandiose thing but like there are things in between that you need to do right. in order to in order to get there um so intentions is was like I did my intentions for 2019 before I did my goals for 2019 because I feel like intentions are something daily that you can check in on your like check in on one of my big intentions um was to show mm-hmm. gratitude for just everything for people um also I think yeah okay I'll yeah, get into I that think, later um, I <laughs> but, think intentions yeah. specifically like feed your goals you know what I mean when you know what your right. intention mm-hmm. is like uh you know if I have the intention to um let's say uh, be great and gracious right like you're saying I, that's one that I use a lot like I want to be great but I also want to be gracious about my greatness right um mm-hmm. me saying that I want to be able to like work full time in consulting this year, right? That might be a goal. So just separating like an aspiration or separating uh, an intention from a goal um, is kind of important for me. Um, I also do this thing. My people that I used to work with hate this, um, but I would because you know how you're at work and they're like, "Oh, what do you want to? What do you guys want to set a goal for today?" Right? And you're like, "Nigga, I'm just I just came here to do my job." But they're like, you know, oh, we every day we usually do this number of appointments or this number of whatever. Let's try to take it to this number, you know. And I'll be like, how about this, right? Let's wait till half of the day to see, right? Because if we start setting the goal at the morning and we set the goal, we're at one and we set it for 10. And then by the end of the day, we only get to two. Everybody feels like an asshole, right? But if we Well, you could do a midway midway check, check and we say, all right, well, we're at, you know, four right now. Let's say let's get to nine or let's get to six or let's, you know what I'm saying? Um, so just setting your right. goal when you've already done some of the work um, to get there is something that leaves me feeling personally like uh, more successful than not. You know, like I, uh, I have this thing that I say sometimes, like I don't like to do things or I don't do things that I'm not good at, you know? And Yo, that- I said, I literally was just talking about that, about bowling. I don't. Like everybody loves to go bowling and drink, and I hate bowling. So <laughs> like, I'm not I'm good, just at not it. good no. so like I won't. Be I doing that. I'm not good at it, so I don't want to go. 
I mean, I'll go and drink. But I'm yeah, not and that's drink. how people see you as like people are like, oh, you're just so good at like all this stuff. Yeah, because I don't do the shit that I don't do, and all the shit that I like, <laughs> I don't do the shit that I'm not good at. And everything that you see me do, it's because I'm good at it, and that's it. Um, right. The other thing, like you said, you like to write everything down. And I'm, you know, I'm, like, very, very digital um, with everything. But I found that, like, uh, writing things down and, like, doing things the way that we once did, like, as kids, I feel like. Um, I do a mm-hmm. lot of those, like, they call them now, I guess, mind maps. But, like, remember those, like, brainstorming webs where you, like, start with a circle yeah. and then you go out to another, you know, you line. So, yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of, like, brainstorming in some of those really classic ways um, and then I have like cool apps that do the same things, you know what I'm saying? So that I have it in a digital form. Right. Um, can you, are you going to share some of oh, those? Oh yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I'm on my iPad right now, so I might as well give me one second. The one app that I use, I think it's free. It's called Mindly, M-I-N-D-L-Y. Um, and I will put a, uh, link to that in this description there's another really 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 amazing app for anyone that is a creative um that has uh, a you know small team or smallish teams uh it's called asana a-s-a-n-a um we've started using that to um you know share information between each other uh about the podcast specifically um shout out to ayana um who her twitter name is wow i write um she's the one who actually put me onto it a little while ago and yeah, it's just amazing. Like you can just organize all your projects and then like have sub projects within projects. So um, if people are trying to get like organized in a digital sense, um, yeah, those are um, two really great things. Also, like, I don't know if niggas use notes in their phone, um, <laughs> but we use notes really heavily. We actually share notes. We use notes. Um, share notes. That's how we. Individual, yeah, individual notes. notes. But like, that's how we take notes for the podcast and like see um, back and forth across to each other, just using notes. Um, anything else? Do I use any other apps for my organization? I know. Um, one of our, one of our friends, uh, we're also working on a project Mm -hmm. outside of this. And, um, (laughs) she was like, all right, what's your Gmail? So I can, um, send y'all a Google doc. I was like, what? Summer. Oh, mm -mm. (laughs) what the fuck? To do what with? Like, I know that, I know that, like, um, big businesses, like, in my last job, we use, like, Google Docs and Google Spreadsheets and stuff like that. Um, and it's cool, but, like, what do we need a Google Doc for? Like, what do we need a Google Doc for <laughs> where we can't use shared apps, I mean, right. shared notes for? She was like, oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't know. Okay. I said, okay. Yeah, like, shared <laughs> okay. notes um, is, is it. It's the key because, like, you can do pretty much all the stuff that you can do um, in Google Docs. You can insert pictures. You can, like, mm-hmm. it's, you can literally do anything. You can, and then you can convert it. I know y'all don't use pages, but um, you can do pages. You can convert niggas, to a PDF. You convert it, yeah, like PDFs. Um, last thing, our last two apps I'll share, um, and then we'll go to the next question. One is called. These are paid apps. The other two are free. Um, I think, I think Mindly might have cost. I know Asana is free. Um, Clear is ninety nine cents. C L E A R Clear. But it's a really, really good, like, uh, list-making app. Um, You can have, like, different lists of things. Like, I'm looking at mine right now, which are, like, groceries, things I need to do tomorrow, things I need to buy. I have a list called Black Millennial. You can, like, check all these things off, and then when you're ready to clear your list, it's, like, kind of like playing a game with all of your stuff that you have to do. Well, you get, like, points and whatever when you clear your list. Um, The other 
is um it's called time page and so time page is my calendar app um it's just really beautiful it's like the most beautiful actually apple should just like take this and like make this the calendar app um but it's so amazing it is twelve dollars for the year um but one of the cool things like when you buy these apps when they when they cost like i think i bought this when it was ten dollars like you'd buy it for 9.99 um and so instead of having to pay a monthly subscription now they just gave me the app forever um which is pretty cool so um yeah i think uh apps really 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 help my organization um because they hold me accountable um because they can give you notifications um they follow you everywhere you go no matter what device you pick up I'm actually still using a planner. Like, I write in a planner. Don't get me wrong. I do, too. Like, I have these sheets uh, that basically it says, like, the week of, and, you know, you can put what week it is. You get Monday through Friday. You get notes that you have to do, and then you get to-do lists. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also not about to carry Mm -hmm. around a book or pieces of paper with me all the time. But I also am one of those people that I like to, like, I I actually am on start halfway through my second book of 2018. Okay, go. Okay, girl. Congratulations, because um, I, I read a magazine yesterday. <laughs> it's actually I, a catalog I for like CB2. Tangible... <laughs> I, I hate you. So there are like... no words. <laughs> pictures of furniture. <laughs> I, read, um, I read a few articles. I did read a few articles. Yes. One I'm going to talk about um, in a few minutes, but yeah. Um, you read descriptions of couches. Yeah, I did. That's what you I had to like match up. You know, they say like I is right here or like L. You got to oh find. Oh, my God. So. Yeah. So I like to like tangible. I don't know. Like it's something about like holding mm-hmm. something, like having the physical feel of it. And then I feel like my phone distracts me. Yeah. Too. I think for like like books and stuff, like I definitely have to read books like in a physical form. It's really hard for me to get through a book. I have, like, seven books in my iBooks that I've started, that I've, like, purchased, started, and, like, I, I just can never get through. Um, but I cannot do it. With, like, organization, when it comes to, like, digital stuff is, I, I really, you know, I'm all super into the futurist stuff. Um, so I really like to be able to, like, I'm not going to do it right now, but ask one of the girls, and one of the girls is Siri or Alexa or... Um, <laughs> Google, but I literally got all. The, if I said any one of them names, one of them would go off right now. Um, but I like to ask them, like, what's some? Hey stop. Alexa, oh, I'm, play Pretty <laughs> Stop! Because if I didn't have headphones in right now, that would have happened. Would go off, but I know yeah. you have headphones in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like ask them, like, what's on my calendar for today, or like, what am I supposed to be doing tomorrow? You know what I mean? Um, but that also means that I have to be really adamant about scheduling myself. Like I had a meeting yesterday and I knew that I had the meeting, but I kind of forgot. Um, but like I have this routine of asking, Hey, what's on my calendar for today? Um, and it was like, Oh, Hey, you know, don't forget that you have this meeting and such and such. And it was like, Oh, cool. I forgot about that. Um, so it's good. Um, okay. This question, this second question, is a little different from what we're talking about, but I think it speaks to intention. Um, And I wanted to Mm -hmm. open up the conversation uh, to this and, like, keep it general. So I'll say that. Um, Do you believe that perception is truly reality? I think that um, oftentimes we we t- take the th- the things that people do and we forget that like 
our reality is not necessarily their mm-hmm. reality. The things that like they are thinking and going through are not necessarily how we feel about certain things. So I think that sometimes it's hard for us to be like, well, this is how I feel. So this is what it is. But it's like, this is how you feel. And that's what it is to you. But that's not, that may not have been other mm-hmm, people's mm-hmm. intentions. So we have to separate kind of um, isolate it to like, this is what their experience is. And this is what my experience is. And you also like can't hold people accountable all the time for your feelings. I totally agree. I'm not, a, I'm like, I'm just over here shaking my head. Like, mm-hmm, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, I feel that because I remember this. Um, we had an old manager at the job that we worked at. His name started with an L. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, Okay, whatever. Yeah. But me and okay. him, like, who, who cares? <laughs> Sue me, ugly. Um, we got into it because all, always, always, plenty of times. But we got into oh, it once over like always. perception is reality. Like a, a lot of people think mm-hmm. that if I perceive something to be a way, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just here to say to you, like that's your reality. That's what it is to you. But that doesn't mean that that's what it is in real life. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, that's what my intention was. Yeah, exactly. My intention was something completely different. You just perceived it this way. And a lot of time based on your own feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like things Mm -hmm. that you feel personally. Um, But I also bring this up or like, you know, bring this along with these questions to say like, just because we perceive something to be a way, um, doesn't mean it is that way, good or bad, right? Just because we perceive, right. like, um, y'all know I hate this, but, like, I hate when niggas have, like, CEO of or president of whatever in the bio. Mm-hmm. Like, your perception is not necessarily reality because you don't have an LLC. You know what I'm saying? Or you don't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but at the same time, like, just because, let's say, someone is in a situation that doesn't necessarily look like it's going to work out doesn't mean that it's not going to work out. You know, so I think that like perception is something that um, we're given as human beings as like kind of a tool, you know, Um, and we can use it however we choose. But I think that uh, something that's really important is living in the balance of perception and reality, you know, like, all right, here's how I see it. But like really assessing on the outside with friends and with family members and whatever, like, how do you see, you know, what's going on, right? Like, uh, if we make this goal, if I made a goal this year to, like, uh, drink less, you know, like, yeah, same, like, both of us, like, it's important for you as my friend to ask, like, oh, well, what happened to the sobriety, (laughs) you know? Like, I did see a lot of the, um, in 2019, don't ask me what happened to such and such. Like, if you don't see them, they're just not here, you know? But I think that, like, Mm-hmm. that's not the only way you know like it is okay right. for us to hold each other accountable or like know what's going on you know with each other's lives like in the in the state that we want to help each other not when it's like oh i'm just trying to know your business but yeah those are my thoughts on perception and reality last question for you um how do you refocus yourself when you've fallen off track a big thing for me is i like to isolate myself and people always try to make isolation a bad thing Mm -hmm. I mean it can be 
But I also feel like when I isolate myself, then I can refocus and I'm not distracted. Um, and that's a part of like what I'm doing now. Like I'm, I am tuning into like the things that are, that matter. Like shit doesn't matter mm-hmm. a lot. And you are, you get, like, you get sidetracked by like things that are not real. Or like, or I mean, and priority. honestly, so you sometimes have to... you get sidetracked by things that are a priority. You know what I mean? Like, and that's okay too. Go ahead. I wasn't like Very um, true. stopping you. No, that's fine. I'm like, yeah, but but I think isolation is um, something for me that is very helpful. I like to tune into my home frequency. Jim. Mm, okay. Yes. 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 You know, <laughs> no, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. And, and <laughs> so like with that, I like to like be in my, like be in my house. I like to be by myself. I like to like stop turning up. I like to like tune in to like find my alignment, my mm-hmm. personal alignment without any outside distractions. Absolutely. So. Um, mine is like hugely self-care. Um, yeah. And like, I think a lot of times for me, because this is just me personally, I'm like a super perfectionist about stuff. Um, I was sitting with someone yesterday. Uh, we were actually, it was the meeting and we were looking at fonts and I was like, yeah, but this font is like not exactly the same. And she's like, no, I mean, they're like basically like the same. And I was like, no, you see how like inside of the A, like the triangle is like a little smaller. <laughs> like I was just going into like the That's smallest like parts of the details, but that matters. You know what I'm saying? So somebody like, if I was somebody viewing, we are working on a website. So if I'm someone viewing this website from the outside, like I'm going to be like, mm, I see how them A's don't match. You know what I'm saying? Um, so right. I think that it's important to, um, like when you are a perfectionist, to allow yourself the time to not be perfect, you know, um, to allow yourself mm-hmm. that day to like, I work from home and I work for myself now. Um, and so I I can't work seven days a week. Like, that's not, like, I, I wouldn't work at a, I wouldn't work you at a job seven days You have to turn it off. You have to turn it off. You know what I'm saying? And so right. like, I have to constantly tell myself like, it's okay to take a day off. It's okay to like mm-hmm. relax for a moment. You watch, to watch TV. Oh you never want to yeah. watch TV. Like it has to be dark outside <laughs> for me to like have to like, oh, well, there should probably be some light in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I should put something on. But yeah, never want to watch TV. Never want to do those things because it does kind of make me feel like um, like it's distancing me from my purpose or my destiny. But at the same time, I think just applying that self-care when you've fallen off track, like and realizing, like, maybe you haven't fallen off track. That was a big thing for me, too. Like, um, maybe 20, mm-hmm. 20, like, 15 and 16, I didn't really realize. I just felt like, damn, I'm not doing shit. Like, I'm not really doing anything. Right. But also, that's a part of having Oh, my God. And not only that, that's a part of, like, having, like, experiences to go back and tell a story. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I, like, when we did things previously, we used to, like, work so much and just be, like, out and moving around and doing stuff all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. I deserve the ability to, like, relax and be in my house. You know what I'm saying? And still work on things and come up with ideas and document them and write them down. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't right. always have to be in a state of, like, stress in order for me to be productive. That, that's not it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, in fact, if I can remain more relaxed, like, I can be more productive, you know? 
Um, so yeah, I think just, uh, also knowing the goal and knowing the finish line. Oh, I'm so glad I get to say this on this show. Um, there's a, uh, BT, I, I want to say like 2013, the BT awards, um, Kendrick Lamar was winning, um, best new artist for, uh, like the best new artist, but this was during like swimming pools. Uh, and he said, Sounds good, kid. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this was like when Swimming Pools was like like the single, and like before we knew that Good Kid, Mad City was like the album. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah. it was just like, oh, he's mm-hmm. just an artist. He got a couple songs out and whatever. This was like Section 80 into Swimming Pools, you know, um, I want to say. And um, yeah, he's like, yeah, I, I love that. You know, I'm getting Best New Artist. Like, I don't take that away or anything. But it's this is like 10 years in the making, you know, um, mm-hmm. and so I'm new to y'all, but like I've been out here pursuing this for 10 years. And I think from that time, mm-hmm. I really started thinking about like a 10 year, um, you know, like space of time for myself. Um, and right now, if I'm in, let's say, year like six, I'm pretty much where I need to be to get to 10. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and so I think, yeah, just looking at your place and then looking at the trajectory, you're never that you too have. far. Yeah, of course. absolutely, like, absolutely. You have to think. You have to think like that. Like you're never too far. Of course, like I'm. I'm literally putting in the work to be to you know to be, the, be. in to be in that yeah. space. Exactly. Yeah, I think right. also like um, we live in a world now where like if we're let's say we're talking about like fame, let's say you're a, a rapper. I'll give for instance. Um, if you're a rapper. Like, it used to be you got to, like, do a demo tape. You got to, like, actually be able to rap, <laughs> like, um, a bunch of shit. You got to be able to, like, maybe freestyle for somebody if they ask you to, like, right there live. A bunch of shit. So, but, like, now it's just you have to have, like, one good song. And then maybe, mm-hmm. like, it gets featured on, like, like, some TV show or something, you know? And then it's, like, viral and it's everywhere. And so yeah. you could be even closer to your thing. Like if you are, let's say a good rapper out there, you know, um, you could be even closer to getting to that, st- that status or that state that you want to be in. than you think you are, you know, it could happen in a day. Right. Um, do you see the guy this week who, uh, who like is like the hood power ranger with the pink boots? Oh my God. I love it. You know what I'm talking about? It could, it could <laughs> get combo. Like if both y'all want to play with me. <laughs> That's what we can do. Yeah. But, um, like, I'm sure this, my guy probably had, like, I'm going to say maximum, I don't know, whatever, but he, like, the way that he was reacting to, like, seeing all these people, like, follow him and stuff, um, he probably had, let's say, maximum, like, two, 3,000 followers last week. Um, his name, his Instagram name is he so Southeast, which I think is really <laughs> funny. Um, he's from D.C., so Southeast in D.C. Today, at a, as I'm looking, he has 107,000 followers. And he's fighting homophobia. Right, and he's <laughs> fighting homophobia. And he also, like, got his, like, I just came to his Instagram profile. I looked the first day when the picture, I mean, when the first video went up, you know? And um, it's like, like, he's made a bunch of different videos since then. But when I looked on that first day, like, his page was just, like, you know, very normal, you know, whatever. But, like, now he has, like, a um, comedian, actor, art, you know what I mean? has, like, a bio <laughs> set up, has, like, a YouTube link, like, like and subscribe. So I feel you. Get your money, black man. Right. Um, always appreciate Collecting the that. coin. Collecting the coin, period. Collecting the coin 2019. Oh, I also want to say, um, right before we move into Tweets on Fire, um, Taze These Niggas 2019. Um 
I just was talking to someone yesterday, um, and I think that the only way that niggas are gonna like get it is if you tase them. I'm here for it. Um, so if like um, our you know our best friend, she was telling me that she was at work yesterday, and she works in like a pretty like open public place, um, and like. It was just me- like she was walking, you know, going somewhere, or whatever. And the men walk in, like, "Hey, can I talk to you for a minute?" And like, she was like, "No," and they were offended. And I was like, "You know what? You should have did if you just would have clicked the taser one time. You gave it that good <laughs> <laughs> niggas would have just been like, oh, okay, I respect it. I see where you. I mean, I see where you're at, and let it go. You know. Um, so I think just carrying a taser at all times, giving that little warning tase to be like, "Hey, I will tase you," and then if they don't understand, just going straight for the tase. I'm here for it. Um, so Tasty Niggas 2019. Um, first in Tweets on Fire. This is when you were on Twitter. This is from 2018. So it's, it's, too old. it's not too old. <laughs> <laughs> but back from when you were on Twitter. Um, Everyone is mourning this right now. I'm actually fine with it because you were getting too shot out for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, Kim K and... Just her children in general. So first, like, um, what happened in 2018, people were talking about um, North, North in the Christmas picture and wearing makeup and blah, 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 blah. And, like, what are, what are your thoughts? Because I know you had them. So my thing is, is that, number one, when I was growing up, my mom used to say, you can't wear red, red nail polish because it's, it's grown, right? Yeah. Or you can't wear this because it's, that's too grown for you it's too grown for you right so all been conditioned to think that that's normal Mm. and it's not so when i was talking about this on twitter um calvin and i don cali the don underscore um, (laughs) don't forget um we're arguing of course would take care of yourself, of course. Of course. Always, who, who is the Charlemagne of all um, of our she's friends? She's the, um, I will call her La Favorita Problematica. <laughs> so problematic fave. That's what, um, there's uh, one of, like, the Reed's friends, her name is Jade of All Jades on Twitter, but she calls herself, that's one of her AKAs, La Favorita Problematica. <laughs> that is for sure. And that is take that's care, care of yourself. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I think that we, number one, if you do your research and, like, you you understand why the color red is seen as a color of, like, sexy or, like, grown or promiscuity. And that's because, like, in, like, Shakespearean time mm-hmm. or, like, you ever read, like, the Scarlet Letter. Did y'all see Easy A with, um... Exactly. I got exactly. a pocket full of pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> Remember when I used to sing that <laughs> Yeah, every day. <laughs> Worst song. I actually hate that song now because it's of you. That was such a good song. Take me away. Okay. Like, all right. But we that comes from white people, basically. Again, mm-hmm. I feel like I say this at least once, once every day. White people basically making these rules mm-hmm. and saying, okay, red is going to be a color that means sex and shame and when, like, in reality, it's just a color. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, coming from, like, uh, I guess it's, like, my design perspective. Like, there are colors that emote specific emotions. Like, that's what the, like, color theory or, like, the study of colors um, mm-hmm. kind of is. Is like, 
okay, when you see um, blue, it's blue. supposed to calm you down. Right, exactly. It's when, like, yeah, yeah it's a like thing. That. It is a thing. Um, but I think like assigning that, I think it, what it really goes back to is like um, sexualizing children. Sex- sexualizing kids. Like it doesn't like. Uh, you know, if somebody had on a red T-shirt that had uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog on it, you're not gonna be like, "Oh, you you little grown." That's a little grown. Exactly. For you. you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, but because you attach like a woman, wait, you know what I mean? A woman wearing lipstick, like to you know something to a six year old child. Yeah. North is six. Yeah. And it's her mom, her mom is in the beauty industry. Her mom is in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. If you thought that I as Kim Kardashian would let my child use a regular, like a, you know, those little like kitty, like fake ass. Yeah. Yeah. Fake yeah. Lipsticks, nail polish, like, the nail polish. It's like really glue. Yeah. You can peel it off. <laughs> if you thought that I who have the, who have, who has access to all of these things yeah. would allow my child that's it, to like, and it's not, use, yeah, it's not an it's everyday not, thing. It's not it an was everyday a thing. It's for thing. a holiday. Yeah. It's for a picture. Um, I do she's think a kid and like you, you kids, kids like to mimic the things that their parents do. Absolutely. Like, you know, like yeah. you see your mom wearing red lipstick. You're like, oh, that's so pretty. My mom's so pretty. I want to wear red lipstick. Yeah. Why are we making it? Oh, now she look like she going to be sucking dick on a corner. Okay. I don't do it. We... That's what people, that's literally what people were saying wow. on Twitter. Yeah. No, that's too far. She's going to be a hoe like her mom. Like, what? Okay. Um, I think that there are, there is, um, worth in like, saving some things for adulthood you know it's even in the same way that like when like younger like i don't know i feel like like younger boys be talking about like girls in certain ways like that's like nah it was too grown you like you talking too grown you mean like you're right. not that little nigga like you're a little nigga you 14 stay in um social studies <laughs> you mean worry about that instead of like i don't like hearing that kind of shit like don't be twelve talking about you know, when I get some pussy. When I well, no, you oh get God. some. Yeah, no, I've literally I've heard it a lot. Um, I actually live right off of like a high school. Like the high school is like a block up the street from me, and so every day, like probably was well, it's Saturday, but um, you know, almost every day, like you know, when it's school out, I hear the like after school conversations, or I might be like outside. But or, the like, thing doing is, stuff the thing like, about yeah. that is that the thing about it is is that it's girls or women that are like. She can't wear a two-piece mm-hmm, bikini. Mm-hmm, She's mm-hmm. three. She literally has nothing to show. Like there's like to show. Yeah. <laughs> she has nothing yeah. to show. You are sexualizing mm-hmm. a child. Yeah, I think that that's the biggest problem. You know, but like it, but when, but when it's like boys, it's like he gonna get bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Older. Oh, he's like, so cute. He gonna like he <laughs> gonna get all the girls and blah, blah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, weird. like no. Yeah. But and someone brought up a point like. What makes someone wearing, like, a, a child wearing red lipstick grown but not playing with baby dolls grown? Um, see, I think even that has, like, its limits. Because it's so funny when you see, like, um, oh, my God, I remember one of my little cousins did this. And they, they didn't, like, at the, like, my aunts and, like, my mom, they weren't, like, you're, like, too grown. But it was kind of, like, it definitely was, it, it, like, weird. <laughs> so this is when my cousin was maybe, like, three or four and she had, like, a baby doll, and she, like, tried to start, like, breastfeeding the baby. <laughs> the doll, like, like, <laughs> the shirt. And, like, they... But that goes into, like, 
Th- that would make that would make something more grown. Yeah, like, but that's when they were like, okay, like, we're, we're like, where did you like? How did you learn that? Or like, I mean, I guess you experienced it, you know. And so that's where you learned right. it. Like you but see like, it. Uh, how would you as like, like we think of someone three or four, like a baby, a, a baby, like you're too. You might not have like the cognitive ability to put that together. That that's something that's supposed to happen. Um, so that right. you know, what I mean, that was like interesting in the moment. But I think that yeah, like having kid playing like quote-unquote house like that's where like a right. l- lot of weird things have happened you know what i mean um <laughs> no like like for real for real um for real. for real so i think that it's like yeah we just need to protect our children protect the kids sure. um kim k and kanye are also having apparently a fourth baby um yeah i mean they got the money, money for it. i feel like they also she comes from a big family as well. It's like them, they also so. always be in secret competition with Jay Z and Beyonce. Are, are Jay Z and Beyonce? No, not necessarily. Oh, but, but they, they had, had the, twins. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now, so now, yeah, they have to have one more. Like, just oh to yeah, be. we got Well, we have an extra kid. I mean, they could have had twins, and they're if they probably wanted to. They're at, probably at also trying to like fill out the um the the keeping up with the Kardashians cast the next one, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. My mom said that the other day. She was like, Chris is getting all the degree yeah. kids ready. They probably will have, like, shows. The new babies, like, all the new babies, the small ones, like, Shy, um, what's the other one, True, uh, Stormy, like, she's breeding oh, yeah, them. They all, and they all got black parents, right? They all have black dads. <sighs> okay, um, let's, okay, mm-hmm. ah. They f- they figured out their new niche. They was like, y'all don't want to buy lipstick no more. We're gonna make right, nigger babies. Cool. <laughs> y'all see no I love hate, them. Oh my god, I hate them. Okay. Actually, they all are really cute though. All the I just hate all the parents cute. attached to them. Um, yeah. like literally moms and dads. Um, grandparents moms and dads. too. <laughs> um, on all yeah, all of them. Um, uh, what else do we have? I'm not ready to talk about surviving R. Kelly yet, but we gonna talk. Um. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Cassie and Diddy. The first thing, actually, we're gonna talk about uh, pretty much the same couple of people in this, which are Diddy, um, Usher. Um, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but um, Cassie first and Diddy. So Cassie posted pictures with her new boyfriend, who is Caucasian. That makes me uncomfortable. I feel like it's racist, but Cassie also, I don't think she's not I don't... black. I think she has like I think she has a splash. Yeah, she spice does. In yeah, her. yeah. Like, but like, she's like Asian. And like I some... personally think it's really. This is just me, right? It's in the same way that if a uh, if a black man was like dating all black women, it was just like you know what? I'm just going to only date white women now, or I'm just going to go to a white woman. Who do we know Cassie to date other than Diddy? Though? That's true. But I feel like if you go straight from dating like a nigga to dating a white man, it's racist. I said what I said. Let's move on. Um... But you know who else did who? the same thing? J Lo. I don't remember when he remember. Do you remember when uh, J Lo had Diddy? I mean, Diddy had J Lo in that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she went shit. straight to Mark Anthony and started salsa in. <laughs> she went straight to Miami. <laughs> I'm cool. I don't think she dated a openly dated a black man. Yeah, that is then. actually very true. She was like Ben Affleck oh, was shit, after that. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. It was Ben Affleck, and then Mark Anthony, and then now it's um, yeah. A Rod. Yeah. So okay, maybe it's Diddy. Along. Maybe you know what I realized Diddy. today? Uh, well, I tweeted this, I think, last night that Diddy posted this video. It said mood, and he had, like, you know, he was on a boat. Yeah. In the boat, um, yeah. And he was clearly hurt. Like, and I, mm-hmm. He's it's, in shambles. Um, very much like Scorpio men. Um, 
uh, Diddy, uh, Future. Drake. Oh, Drake. Oh, um, um, mm-hmm. I wonder Terrible. if Offset is a Scorpio. That wouldn't surprise me. I think he. I think we'll he may be. Out. Let's can um, we? Yeah, can we? Can we fact check that? And then me, um, Frank. Yeah. I'm also. I also have a Scorpio man. Okay. So that means my my the my like. Uncon- like unconscious, like unresolved trauma is like yeah. Scorpio. Someone said to me um, that your who you are in um, like your your moon sign is like who you are when you're drunk, like who what really comes out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which um, is true because I'm a fucking December lunatic. Fourteenth, what sign is that? I think I might be a Sagittarius. Oh, it's the same as Jay Z, so it makes sense. Yeah, also um, yeah, Sagittarius. Okay. Um, <laughs> actually, let's get to like all of this stuff now. So let's first talk about. I'm just gonna say one thing for the sick and shut in. The rest of this is all tweets on fire. Um, was just Usher's hair. Um. Oh yeah, that was terrible. Uh, but also, uh, what's the who's the other one that had it first on Love and Oh, Have Young you Jock. No, I Cheers. don't watch them. Young Jack. His is blue. I think you you love the. Oh, I meant to talk Tish. about this earlier. That another section um, that I'm going to have in this show is called Escape from Reality, where I'm just going to talk about. Actually, I'm going to do that after this. Reality. Reality okay. Uh-huh. Um, but. Um, so, Surviving R. Kelly, this is a Tweets on Fire slash this is the first thing from Escape from Reality because it was a, a real, real thing that happened. But um, there is a six-part series. Like, as of recording this, I have seen four parts of the six-part series. Um, and, wow. Um, surviving R. Kelly, like, is really intense. And, like, everything that you see, you know is really real. You know why? Um, for me, I feel like because... You, everybody knows a nigga that's like this, you know? Or, like, maybe your parents told you, like, stay away from that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there right. are really genuinely people that are the way that R. Kelly is. That predators. Are predators. Yeah. And, like, I don't yeah, even know the word for it because it's, like, so many different things. Like, he's a predator. He is a, like, a person that tries to control people. He's, like, there are a lot of things that are wrong with him. The one thing that I will say that I didn't know was that R. Kelly was, like, sexually assaulted a lot as a child um, or, like, throughout his childhood. But at the same time, like, everything that he has done, like, from getting uh, people to forge Aaliyah's documents for um, their marriage to, like, signing non-disclosure agreements after every, you know, situation or whatever, like, it lets me know that he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what He knows what he's doing is wrong. It's not like a... It's not like a a unresolved exactly. trauma. I yeah. mean, it is, but it's not like an unresolved trauma. Like this is like I don't know why I can can't subconscious. Like this is like a thing in my conscious I can't control. I don't know why, and I I need help right. with it. It's not like that. Yeah, I think Mm-mm. that that because that yeah. does happen. That does happen, and it does happen to a lot of sexual um, mm-hmm. assault victims. And and I don't think that that's an excuse for. I know. People who have been sexually assaulted who have never gone into, like... And who would would kill someone for touching a child. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, so I... That's that's my view on that. Everything that he's done, there is definitely an acknowledgement of, like, that's wrong. And I think that there was a part where, like, I'm I'm a person that can, like, acknowledge things and apply empathy and still be, like, "Mm -mm," at the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, like, 
all right, I do acknowledge that, like, at some point he, like, uh, asked for, like, someone to, like, pray for him. Like, hey, I know that this is, like, too much. Like, I'm doing too much here, you know? Um, but at the same time, like, you have to continue to actively seek that out. You know, you have to, like, right. continue to want to be better if you know that there's something that, like, plagues you in the way that a disease would, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so watch the series. Like, um, I, I, like, every episode is, like, how could this get worse? They're an hour each. So this is six hours of time, like, basically where you're just finding out stories. I think right now we're up to, like, like the first two episodes, we didn't even get out the 90s. Like, wow. just talking about shit that he would do. Like, this nigga was going to the same McDonald's that, like, plenty of people knew about. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, R. Kelly is around here again. Like, just meeting girls in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Like, after school, because it was right what? next to a school. Yeah. And, that, and someone said something that was really, I wish I knew exactly who said it in the show. Um, or in the series, but she said, like, the thing is, it was widely known, but it was not cared about because it was black girls who were being, you know, yeah, like, oh, absolutely. objectified. Like, so, so I keep, we keep saying that how I'm not on social mm-hmm. media right now. Um, love texts me. Um, y'all know we talk about love all the time. She texts me and she was like, Where are you? Why are you not on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to like help me debate with these people. Because it's, like, insanity. So one thing that I, um, she sent me, because she's basically just sending me mm-hmm. screenshots of things that, are, that people are saying. Someone said, it, these, the 15, at 15, you can be held accountable. What do you mean? For having sex with a grown man. That's what, some, that's what someone said. That the girl, that a 15-year-old girl could be, should be held accountable and knows what she's doing. No. When she's like, having no. sex with a grown man. So... The reason, the reason, let me, like, let me, like, actually get into it. The reason why it's called statutory rape or statutory rape is because at 15, 16, 17, 18, your brain is literally Mm -hmm. not formed enough to make logical and responsible decisions. Your brain has not developed to the capacity where you can make a I'm not saying that you you don't know anything and you can't make right or wrong decisions, but to the point where your you brain would know, like, is not, not only developed this is fully. good for me or it's something that's good for me, but it's something that's going to be good for me in the long run because you don't even know what a fucking long run looks like because you've only been on the earth for less than twenty right. years. You haven't even so been what on the, the earth fuck is for the long run years. to you? We haven't even been able to speak five for, years ago. For you more were than 10. ten years, like so, like at, even at eighteen, mm-hmm. seventeen, eighteen, like you have to think about like these are still kids. 17 or 18 year olds are still children. Like you're legally of age, but at 17 or 18, you're, you're still not, your brain, women, your brain doesn't fully mm. develop until around 26, between, okay, well. between 26 and 30. And men, it's a little bit after that. So as, so when you see someone that is going after 15, 16, 17 year olds, that is because it's, it's called predatory mm-hmm. because they are preying on someone who does not know or doesn't can't have doesn't have the capacity to know. So you saying a 15 year old should be held accountable when a 15 year old commits a crime. Do they say this person, this kid is going to jail for the rest of their life? No, that's not the way that it works right. because you don't have the capacity to make the decisions. Yeah. So you cannot hold someone accountable for that. And that's just that's just the, the chemical part. That, nothing, that we didn't even <laughs> yeah, get into, like, like the the 
we didn't even get into like the okay. fact that these are black girls and that black right. girls are often and ma- over and made sexualized. To be adult women at if, a time, I mean, just black children in general. Like people will see black children, uh, a fourteen-year-old black kid, right. and be like, "Yeah, he's a grown man." You know what I'm saying? And see like a and see a thirty-two-year-old white guy and be like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. well, you know, he's still a kid. He's mm-hmm. still growing up." Like, fuck out of here with that shit. Um, he's a boy. He's still a boy. He's still yeah. No, that is a thing that is done to black women, to black girls. They are black girls specifically mm-hmm. are sexualized. They are called fast, fast. Um, saying that too fresh. She's too, she can't wear oh, certain to be things because she you know is I mean? too like, grown. Oh, she's probably, her body, she's fresh her body is too developed. No, you're literally just mm-hmm. your body is growing and you're changing. And it's like I, I I've never thought about this more uh, than recently. Like the things that I've experienced or the things that like we've experienced as like maybe kids or teenagers that we didn't have the capacity to like think about at the time. But now we can, you know, like I think about some shit that maybe my parents said to me and I was just like, wait, I can't fucking, I don't know. You know, like, I don't know. I'm just fucking only been here. I'm fucking 15. Like, right. Like, what, well, what do you think you're going to do with your life? I'm fucking, I just started Mm -hmm. my first job. Like, I don't know, you know, like just different shit. And so, um, yeah, to be like having someone say to you like, oh, well, why are you like, you wearing that shirt? You're trying to be fresh when literally you're just like, yeah, I, uh, I really like the shirt and I have, I have titties now. Like, I, I don't really know. Like I've never had these before. So I don't really know <laughs> how to navigate this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bruh. I just happened to <laughs> get this it. shirt from what limited Two and really like it. <laughs> is that what was that? Delia's? <laughs> yeah. You know, I just popped a couple, a couple of tees or whatever. And I saw, and like, Oh, you're trying to be fresh. Dead drawn is like the, now your shirt's getting too short. No, or it's getting too short or whatever. I just grew seven Form inches because yeah. uh, I'm fucking going through puberty. Leave me alone. So, yeah, I just think that's like right. we do a lot. Yep. We do so many things already to like uh, black people and then like to black children. And we have the ability right now to think about the way that we treat black children for the next generation. Also, another thing that was being said was um, mm-hmm. that. You know, it, R. Kelly is a black man. If it was, if this was a white man, first of all, Amanda Seals said, "Oh my God, I don't expect them people to do nothing different." Okay, they haven't been doing so. The one of the, the things that eighteen hundred years. No, just one of the things that Love sent to me last night. All they do is um, let me bring back up ahead. was uh, she said to me and Calvin, like, I want to get your opinion on this, and it was from you know that Negro Tariq Nasheed. Um, do you know that guy? He, like, makes these, like, uh, uh, hidden mm-hmm. colors. It's, like, a movie, and it's just, like, trying to get black people to be woke, but he's just, like, the wrong kind of woke. But anyway, he um, is posting, like, he said, all right, uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. drop some quick receipts on how the Surviving R. Kelly show basically is, uh, like, uh, it's anti-black male racism and, like, you know, the group that, like, came up with the show or whatever, they're they're, like, uh, you know, uh, connected with white people and their goals are like stop black people and blah, blah, all this shit. Right. Okay. This is all I said. White people have always been racist. White people have been anti-black for forever. You know what I'm saying? And so that doesn't negate the fact that Robert Kelly is a predator and rapist. That's why the show is out. The show is out because he preyed on young women. The show is right. not out because white people are anti-black. Right. There's no show about me. 
Right, they said he was just. They he said, is not trying to buy said, NBC. He is PBS not kids. trying to. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, these allegations came out. I hate you, niggas. Oh my god. <laughs> we have to stop holding ourselves to the standards of white people. If we hold ourselves to the standard of zero, we'll never get to one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I'm not trying to be like them. Right. Like, I'm not trying, I'm not, that's not the standard for myself. I want to be the best that we can possibly be, given our total potential as Black people. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's like, given our total potential and their total potential, they're two different things. And I'm not trying to, like, compare race or whatever. It's just like. Right. And the thing is, is that it's our, it's our Okay, let's talk about that real quick. Black people so, other black one people thing, accountable. like, uh, that I guess we have to acknowledge, or, like, I'll acknowledge, because these are my faves, like, uh, they started calling out other things. Jay-Z and Beyonce, right? Jay-Z met Beyonce when she was very young. You know what I'm saying? And definitely, the, the word that they've used, or, you know, they being the internet, mm-hmm. has used is, like, groomed Beyonce, you know, in a sense. Um, I don't think that Beyonce is, like, not genuinely in love with Jay-Z. I don't think that Jay-Z is, like, not genuinely in love with Beyonce. But there are certain things that, like, we weren't looking at then that we should definitely look at. Jay-Z was a different person then than he is now. Right. You know? But the Jay-Z of then um, probably did have a lot of... Mm -hmm. Like, Jay-Z was connected with R. Kelly. Like, he was cool with him. You know what I mean? They was doing albums and shit together. So that's definitely something that needed to be called out. Mm -hmm. Um, Diddy first, before we get to him and Usher... We'll talk about um, how th- somebody just did the numbers last night. Um, I saw this on Twitter, but his, uh, what when he had Justin and him, it was Misa Hilton Brian. Um, they like looked at all of their ages now, mm-hmm. right? So Diddy's forty nine, Misa's forty one, and Justin's twenty five. So that means when they when he when Justin was born, Diddy was twenty four. And Misa was 16. So, like, we're not looking wow. at, it, like, that now. Like, it's all cool now, right? But, like, wow. it, yeah, it was a little different. Um, it, <laughs> it was a little different. So, yeah, that is, um, that's that. I'm shocked by Also, that. I'm sure, uh, you, you didn't see these clips, but it was a clip of, like, this party I'm going to guess that Diddy had, and this was a little bit more recent because Kevin Hart was in it. And um, Diddy goes to say to Usher, he was like, yeah, you know, I remember when we, uh, you know, we used to like wake up to get, uh, oh, he goes like, oh, pause. He was like, this was before pause was invented, you know? And then he was like, um, also saying they used to like wrestle for like, like the, he was like, yeah, we used to wrestle for the Frosted Flakes. And then Kevin, you know, Kevin Hart just being the dickhead that he is, he goes like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's just weird, man. Like, why would you say that? And, <laughs> but really, like, Diddy and Usher were, like, close growing up. But also, this is why... Remember when Usher's mom became his manager? Um, is because he was in, like, New York with mm-hmm. Diddy and doing orgies and being a part of all types of things. Um, and it, Usher was, like, 15 at the time. Wow. Um, there's a video. People, I don't know who had the receipts ready this week, but this mm-hmm. has been um, a week full of receipts for sure. Um, but there was a video of Wayne talking about how, like, 
And he he literally said, yeah, I got raped when I was 11 and, like, laughed at it. And he was talking about how, like, Birdman basically told this. He he literally said it in Birdman's voice. Like, it was a little, you know, joke. He's like, yeah, go in there, uh, suck, you know, Lil Wayne, little dick. Like, telling some girl. And, like, just thinking that that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even parents putting pressure on, like, I remember my dad asked me. I was, like, maybe 14. He was like, oh, you having sex? I mean, that's my dad, you know. And so, like, it's a little different. But also, like. I I just read the first Harry Potter, like <laughs> right just this morning. Like, what do you want from But yeah, so that's that. Um, it's just I think that we um, are having this conversation, and it's important for this conversation to come up um, so that we can start to address some of these things. Here's the last thing I'm going to say on that that's really important. There's a, um, I'm not going to go super deep into it because I don't know these people or I don't even follow these people online, but there's uh, one woman who's in the R. Kelly documentary. Her name is Jamila Lemieux. Um, she's like a, a culture, um, what does she call herself? A culture uh, critic. Um, she's been on like Jesus and Mero and things like that. Um, she's cool. Uh, it seems cool. But she was, you know, a part of the, the R. Kelly documentary and there was this other thing uh, on Twitter a few years ago, um, maybe last year. Or so this guy, his name, his Twitter name was like Buy Corn, um, and he had this thing called the Bourbon Ball, and like a lot of people would go to the event and get dressed up and you know whatever is for black people. Um, but he had like some allegations of um, just sexual assault or maybe sexual like misconduct, and you know she's like standing by his side, you know. But also then, like, having these conversations about R. Kelly, you know? And so I just think one of the things that I want to highlight, and I tweeted last right. night, you can't be a social, social justice warrior on the internet or in these public spaces and be afraid to confront the things that are in your own home. Be able to, yeah, have these conversations with your mom and dad, you know? Being able to, when we're at the, uh, at the dinner table or we're getting together thinking about what's going to happen for the holidays next holiday... Y'all know that uncle that did what he did, that we know he did what he did? He can't come. I'm not going to sit over here with him. Right. Like, not, none of us are. Don't, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I think it's, it's, like, that's where we have to get with it. I'm not saying exile people. I'm not saying whatever. But you are going to acknowledge what you've done. If we're past the point of you being able to acknowledge it in, like, uh, a court or being able to acknowledge it with some money or whatever, you're going to say what I did was wrong or you're not going to be allowed to be a part of any of these spaces. Period. So um, that's that. I'm going to save Escape from Reality for next week, but I just want to talk about Black Ink Crew and how the whole first part of the season um, just didn't need to happen if Ryan just knew how to be a grown man and handle his business. Um, Because basically... I don't watch anything i don't watch that so i don't it's know really what you're good. talking it's about. so good like, akira and nicole actually got me into it because like i just used to watch it with them and that was my first introduction to the ratchet shows and then i downloaded the vh1 app on my apple tv and here we are um <laughs> but um basically they run a tattoo shop obviously uh last season they closed the tattoo shop or whatever they split up now they got two tattoo shops and blah, 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 and all this shit. But it was all the reason why they had this split up was because Ryan was trying to kick this girl cat out of the group because he smashed. And his girlfriend was, and his girlfriend was wow. like, well, if you're going to be, yeah, like, kick yeah. her and out more, ultimately, yeah. Now we like a whole season deep after the fact. And his girlfriend was like, yeah, I just can't do this anyway. 
right? So you whole, you fully broke up the group. Now everybody mad at each other, don't fuck with each other over some shit that you did. People had to start new businesses, buy new LLCs and shit, all because you don't know how to handle your business as a man. That's bullshit. I would say that right, right. to your face. And then maybe get attacked. He does look so good, though. I do know what he looks anyway, like. Anyway, girl. I just saw you a nigga <laughs> fully trash. He was like, yeah, but you know. He does look good. I wouldn't fuck with um, him. Let's good. do... Th- I don't even like cute niggas like that. He's super Let's pretty. Let's three things to stand. <laughs> three things oh. to stand. <laughs> I'm going to record that. I'm going to make that a thing. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to go first? Can you go first? All right. My three things to stand. My first one is sobriety. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm sober Woo. 2019. Besides pot. Besides no, pot. No lick. Um, no lick. <sighs> Nothing. Because I, I started with the, I'm not doing no hard liquor, just wine and champagne. And oh, yeah, that still didn't work yeah, out for me. You had a really rough time. I had the worst time. Alcohol poisoning is not I'm fun. Sure. I figured out that it wasn't the other thing, 100% oh, cool. sure. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm sober. I'm, I'm also not on social media right now. So, y'all still, I don't know, DM me, I guess. They come to my email. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm just reading a lot. Okay, girl. Also, next thing is um, the Oak Meditation app. One of our friends put me on this. Y'all know I love meditation, and I love using my candles and crystals and right all that. Yeah, Oak Meditation app is a guided meditation, which also helps if you're a beginning meditator because it's hard. Meditation is hard. It's not oh something God, that's yeah. easy because your brain is trained to like constantly be going and thinking. And when you're trying to like stop that and just focus yes. on like breathing yes, yes. or whatever it is you're focused on, it's really hard. So um, download Oak. Um, and the last thing is the Netflix series You. I know a lot of people are watching it already, but if you haven't started <coughs> watching it, it's so good. It's like super creepy. Um, it's with Dan from Gossip Girl, which makes it even more creepy. But okay. it's a really good show. So those are my three. Um, things I might watch stand. it because I've heard like I don't. You should. I have I no told idea you. what it's about, but I've had like varying like opinions, or I've heard a lot of people talking about it. So um, my three things to stand uh, first is TJ Maxx. Um, honestly, Love. just a great store. I went back there. Remember, you see the other bath mat that I got um, that I was talking about. Um, I got yeah, that from there. Mm-hmm. They, got they do stuff. have this stuff. Actually, but like I just don't like. Yeah, like them. all right, I I the TJ Maxx that I go to, um, the one that's close to me is like fairly organized, um, which is something that I do appreciate. Yeah. Um, I also like on. I had to go to the bank one day, and like my bank was right next to TJ Maxx. So this is the like Christmas. This is Christmas Eve, maybe the day before Christmas Eve. Um, or two days before, because it was the day before the brunch. And I'm just like, mm, you know what? I didn't get nobody nothing. And I was just going to give, like, some gift cards and some, you know what I mean, whatever, or some whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, let me just run in here real quick. I literally came out with, like, something really nice for everybody. Um, like, something super nice. Yeah. Everybody got something nice, and um, it was great. And it wasn't, like, super expensive. So TJ Maxx is one. Um, secondly... Um, I'm going to post in here the um, links for the for this as well. Um, but it's dictionary.com has an article. 
Um, it's AAVE, which is African American Vernacular English. Like that's how niggas talk. That's how we talk. Um, it is like a real thing. Like um, some people call it ebonics, but like I guess the the current term for it is AAVE. Um, and it really goes into like how we look at different languages, like uh, like Creole or like Patois, which is like similar to English. Right. Or like they, you know, they mm-hmm. ha- are not Creole. Creole is like similar to French, but it's like it's different. It's own version. Um, you know, Patois similar to English in ways, but like has like other things interjected into it um, and how uh, African-American vernacular English is very similar to that and like has um, there are rules. And so that's what makes it a language, you know, um, and it, the breakdown of some of the things that's like uh, is just pretty interesting. I'm not even going to go into it. So read the article. Um, it's a little bit long. It's written by uh, Tanesh Kara, um, who's a writer that I just started like kind of seeing some things from. And then I, I found this on dictionary.com. So um, that is dope. Uh, last is smoking joints. Um, I think Are so. you back I, on it? I rolled a joint. I don't know how y'all smoke Yeah, I, they I'm now sorry. taste like um, chimney. They taste like, <laughs> that's exactly what it feels like. Like, I'll smoke them yeah. with you guys, but other than that, I'm, like, I'm either vaping or... I mean, I use glass. the, like, I smoke, like, just, like, Dutch's usually, like, Dutch cigarillo blunts. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah I can do that. Yeah, chilling, well. but, like, uh, I ran out, and, uh, and I had, like, papers, and I'm like, you know what, let me just roll a little joint. And I did, and it was just so smooth and just so perfect. Yeah. So I'm smoking joints all 2019. I just want to, like, preserve my body. That has, goes along with my sobriety as well. Like, I want to preserve my... So, y'all, um, I got alcohol poisoning and was throwing up for three days. And it made me realize that, like, during that time, my body was actually in distress. Mm. Like, my body was in distress. And, like, this is my, my home. This is, like, the place that I have to live Forever. for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. forever so like i just want to take care of her that's i think all. that's so important i think uh we're gonna get to a point and like oh let's have a i'm putting this on the list right now let's have an, an episode just about the future um but um there is going to come a time where um we'll be able to extend our lives you know what i mean like it's ex- like based on technology and mm-hmm. you know, all the time thing um but like we'll be able to extend our lives and so as a result, like there are, there's this convention, I forget the name of it. I was just watching something about it um, where people like come together and they talk about different vitamins that they can take every day, different treatments that they can do, things like that to like preserve mm-hmm. their life until we get to the point of figuring out like how to live forever, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but basically. I don't know if we're there yet. That's very Black Mirror-ish. Um, but let's end the show because it's on long AF. Um, you got the closing mantra? The closing mantra is, I have unwavering faith and unwavering gratitude. Amen. Unwavering faith, unwavering gratitude. Un- the combination of those two things That's what's going like, to get you there. Yes. That's going to get you there. Okay, perfect. So, this is a great first episode of 2019. Um, let's keep it up. Let's have a great year. <laughs>